in a grocery store. You don't have to purchase a plane ticket to Israel to get that wonderful taste. Just go to Milbase and Shuk, and you'll find all your desires satisfied. Milbase and Shuk has a variety of fresh, high-quality products at fair prices, brought to you straight from Israel. Let our special Israeli chef make you a dish with a taste of home. Our menu includes Moroccan salmon with tilapia dishes. We specialize in Bet Yosef meat, boekes, jack noon, homemade hummus and tahini, and a wide variety of picante salads. Visit us today, 6324 Avenue N, between Ralph Avenue and 63rd Street. Or give us a call, 718-241-5600. Shalom Aleichem, Shabbatov, all of you listeners of this great station. This is Rabbi Elbar from SLC. In the parasha we read yesterday, parasha Noah, there was a pursuit there. Vayiyu kol yeme Noah, Esha me'ot shana, v'chamishim shana. In other words, the Torah telling us that Noah lived 950 years. We find in the parasha of last week, Adam Arishon lived 930 years. Enosh, 905. Emetu Shelah 969 and so on and so forth. Now, we know nowadays we know that very few people make it even to 100. What's happening? Why is the Torah telling us about these long lives? Because this might even bring doubts and questions for many people. And look, the Torah. Let me, I want to tell you why. The Torah in Parashat Noah tells us about the Mabul, right? Now, the Mabul, a lot of miracles. The water that was covering the entire earth, even above the mountains, for a whole year. Noah built an ark, which, by its dimensions, it can't possibly fit all the animals. You're talking about 900 feet by 100 feet or so, which is just about the size of a regular cruise ship. Where do you have enough room to put the lions, the elephants, the giraffes, all types of animals, all types of birds? Obviously, the answer is it was a miracle. It was a miracle. Uh, last week, we were about uh, Hashem created the entire universe, the sun, the moon, the planets, the millions of stars. And he created man, Adam Arishon. You go to a library, you'll find so many different theories nowadays about what, uh, uh, how did it happen and so on and so forth. But you know, it's all nonsense. The Torah says, He created man, Adam Arishon. Now, Hashem made these people live long in order to show the amitut, the emet, the truthfulness of our Torah, and give chizuk and our emunah to strengthen our belief in Hashem and His Torah. Now, let me give you an example. Ten years ago, on January 2009, a miracle happened in New York City. That's right, right here in New York City. It was called the Miracle on the Hudson. 
Now, some of you may remember it very well. A plane, a commercial plane, took off from LaGuardia Airport. Two minutes later, there was a flock of birds, the geese, that hit both engines and broke them both down and stopped the engines. Now you have a plane that's up in the air, two miles up, with 155 people on it, and going at about 160 miles per hour, no engine. What do you do? The pilot had to make a split-second decision about what to do. Otherwise, he could lose the plane, and the whole 155 passengers will go down. He decided to make a very, a very bold uh, uh, decision there to crash the plane on the Hudson River. Now what? Imagine such a plane so high, going at such a speed, when it hits the water, it can topple over, drown everybody. But you know, it was a miracle. Somehow, it crash landed, and no one was injured. No one was killed, no one was injured, nothing. Chances of success in such a bold uh, maneuver, very small, very small. But it happened, it was a miracle. That's why they called it the miracle on the huts. Okay, let's say now, let's say you never heard of this. Never heard of this incident. And someone came over to you and said to you, you know what? I heard some rumors that a big plane, commercial plane, with 155 people aboard, crash landed on the Hudson River, and no one was injured. Everybody was fine. What do you say? Oh, that's just rumors. That can't be it. You know, what are there? And they, sometimes there may be, even be boats around. That's not so simple. The river is not so wide. But let's take this a step further. Someone comes over to you and says to you, you know what? I read in the newspapers that a plane landed, crash landed on the, on the Hudson River. Everybody was fine. Well, so you sit yourself, now that's in the newspapers. Well, maybe it's true, it's a little more credible. Uh, but sometimes it may be exaggerated, right? Let's take this a step further. Let's say someone comes over to you and says, I was on the plane itself when it crash-landed on the Hudson River and everybody was fine. Now, what do you say? He was there. The person was there himself. Obviously, this is a true story. This is why Hashem made Noah live so long, Adam Arishon, Enosh live so long. Enosh was the grandson of Adam Arishon. He heard from Adam Arishon himself. His grandpa told him, I was created by Hashem. It's not that he just heard, but this is the, himself. I was, the Borea Olam created me, the Borea Olam put me in Gan Eden. Unfortunately, I sinned. I was thrown out of a Gan Eden, and so on and so forth. Told the whole story. He heard it from Adam Arishov himself. Enosh lived long enough to overlap with Noah. 
And he told Noah what happened about creation. Noah lived during the flood. He is the one that built the ark. Noah overlapped with Abraham Avinu. Ten generations later, but he did overlap. It was 48 years that both Noah and Abraham Avinu overlapped. And Abraham heard from Noah himself, not from a story he read in newspapers, not from some rumors. Noah said to him, I was there during the flood. I built the ark. I put in all these animals and birds in there. It was tough, but terrible, not easy. But that's exactly what happened. And from then on, Abraham told, Noah, uh, told his son and so on and so forth, down to us. This strengthens our emuna in a and his Torah. Moshe emet v'torato emet. You know, the Ramban says, Harotse l'shakir yarhikita idim. If a person wants to lie about a certain event, okay, he says, you know what? There, was, there were no witnesses to that event. I was the only one. <laughs> Obviously, you know. This is what happened with all the other prophets and the other religions. They claimed that they spoke to God themselves. There was no witnesses. You know what happened when the Torah gave the Torah in the prayer of him? You know what happened there? Was there a witness? One, two, three, five, ten, hundred? Six hundred thousand! Six hundred thousand adults were standing next to the mouth Sinai itself. They heard the voice of Akadosh Baruch Hu. Not one or two. Six hundred thousand. Moshe Torah to You see, this is the Torah that was given by the Creator, the Body Allah, the most powerful. First, we have Bereshit, which tells us about the power of Hashem created the entire universe. Then. Later on, this Akadosh Baruch is the one that gave us the Torah. And that's the Torah we study every day. Let me say a couple of words about the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu himself said, Ya'arob kamatar likhi. You hear? Moshe Rabbeinu says, you know what? The rain itself, the Torah is compared to the rain. What does that mean, the Torah is compared to the rain? In what sense? Well, there are three things that the Torah can be compared to the rain. When rain falls, it is it provides life to the vegetation. Things to grow, in order things to grow, you have to have rain. Water nourishes the ground. Without water, there won't be any growth. There's no growth for vegetation. There's no, there's no life. The animals will have none to eat. And any human being will have none to eat either. And just like rain is uh, the, the life in Gashmiu, the Torah is the life in Gashmiu. 
It is the nourishment for the neshama. Food is nourishment for the body. Torah is the nourishment for the neshama. That's, that's one comparison. Secondly, when rain falls, it does a lot of benefit to the earth, right? But rain does not get anything in return. It's not asking for any reward. It just does it. Period. When you learn Torah, don't expect to have any reward here on earth. You learn Lishma. The reward is there. But Shamur, the Olamaba, Akalushbach, we'll get it. But don't be, oh, I'm, I'm learning so well, but you know, I'm, I'm not getting much out of that. I'm not getting any benefit. I'm not making a, a million dollars a, a year. So forget it. That's not what it is. You learn Torah because Akadosh Baruch told us to study. And finally, something important, third thing. When rain falls, it does not produce things overnight. You take a, the seed of an apple, put it on the ground. You don't get a tree of apples the next day. No, it takes time. It takes time. The rain falls fine, but it does, it works slowly, 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 until finally you get a tree. Same thing with the Torah. Don't expect to go one she or ten she or him. One she or him, say, oh, that's it. No, I haven't accomplished anything yet now. I'm a 20 shiurim, I don't know much. Of course not. This is something that takes a long time. It takes a while until you get to a point where you say to yourself, okay, I know enough perhaps just to learn by myself. And that's just the beginning. Once you know how long it's now you have to learn. How long? All your life. That's right. Can anyone be any more of a Tamid Hakam than Hakam Awadiyah Yosef Shalom? So his last minute. He was learning. So the last minute. That's one more thing. And this I've been told by several people. Rabbi, you know why I don't go to Shiorim much, I don't learn much? Yeah, why? I don't really have the head for it. I don't have the head for it. And you know who's saying this kind of thing? People that I know are intelligent. Sometimes accountants, sometimes a lawyer, people, you know, really that are intelligent people. They don't have the head for it. I'm not going to argue about the fact that they're telling me they don't have the head for it. They do have that. I'm not going to argue about that. I tell them, I'll tell them the following. It does not matter. It does not matter if you don't have that and you don't understand. It doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? I'll tell you why. We, we have, when we finish from a sector, we have what we call certain called Hadran Alach, Hadran Alach and so on. And part of that Hadran Alach, it says, Anu Amelim, we toil, we put effort in our studying. Him and the Goyim also toil, and they put effort in their work. Then he says, 
we toil, we put effort in, and we get a reward, we get a satan. Hem amelim ve'enam mekabdim satan. They work, they put toil, they put effort into their work, but they don't get any satan, no reward. How do we understand that? What do you mean? They work, they get their wages, they also get something. I don't understand that. This, you notice, is not talking about wages. It's, talking about, it's not talking about work either. It's talking about the toil, the effort. Amelim. If you go to a lawyer, ask him, I want you to the tailor. I want you to uh, uh, you know, saw a, uh, a suit for me. He takes the measurement. All the measurements. Okay? You come back two weeks later. You put it on. It doesn't fit. The, uh, uh, the jacket is too tight. The pants is too wide. The sleeves are too long. What do you do? The guy toiled for about two weeks. You tell him, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give you a penny. It doesn't fit me. on it right very much but you know when he'll get paid when he finishes that suit completely and it fits properly in other words he gets paid for accomplishing something when it comes to Torah study you don't get sakha only for an accomplishment you get the sakha even for the effort that's what we know. I know Amelim Kabim If you, you, you take a, a, a Gemara, a Daf Gemara, and you work on it, you study, try to study all day long. But at the end of the day, you did not really understand it. Not that well. You're going to get the same Sakhar as the one who learns it and understands it. When you tell me, I don't have really the head to put the Torah, I say it doesn't matter. Go to the If you don't understand it, it doesn't matter. You'll take 10%, fine. 20%, doesn't matter. You're there. You get a sahab. You know, Rabbi Nui Yonah said, he said a parable like this. He said, there was a wealthy man. He had a... Uh, a swimming pool that was completely empty. And there was a river about 100, uh, 100 yards away. And he hired two people. Told them, I'm going to be paying you $20 an hour. They give each one a pail. He says, you go to the river, fill up the pail, come back to the swimming pool and pour it. And then this way you're going to be filling my swimming you work for 10 hours, you get $200 each. Fine. Each one takes the pail. You go to the river, pick up the water. And they notice that the pail had a hole in it. It's a hole. As they're going, the water keeps going down, 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 down. When they finally get to the swimming pool, there's a very, very little left. So one says to the other, what are we doing? 
wasting our time. We're not going to ever fill up this room. The other guy was smart. He said, to him, what do you care? You're getting paid by the hour. Even if you don't accomplish anything, you're not going to fill up the... You're going to be paying. You're going to get paid by the hour anyway. Get $20 an hour no matter what. This is what you have to have in mind all the time. You go study learn for that. If you really don't understand everything, most people, they go to Shi'ur, I don't think anyone gets 100% of the Shi'ur anyway. What have you got? If you understand 50%, that's fine. Even 10% is fine. If nothing, well, you can still get the Sakha for being there. That is the ma'ala of the Torah. This is what it says. Rashi says that. In Bifukotai Telechu, he says, This is that you're supposed to actually put effort and time. And this is the idea here of, of the long life that these people have mentioned before. It gives us really strengthens our emunah. Our emunah in HaKadosh Baruch our emunah in His Torah, our emunah in the mitzvot that Hashem gave us. Emunah is not something that you can bargain with. You can't say, you know, okay, I believe. I believe, uh, you know, maybe 75%, 80%. 99%. No good. No good. If you have a doubt in one little thing, then that's not, that's not complete. That is not the emunah that we talk about. And perhaps this is why Rashi, Allah Shalom, brings the Midrash. Now the Torah tells us that Noah was a Sadiq. He was a Sadiq. Yeah, he was a Sadiq. Yeah, there's a Mahloket in the Hakami. I said, well, Sadiq Ayabedorotav. There was one, uh, one of our Hazad that says, well, this is Ignai. Really, it was not a praise for him. It was more something degrading. Why? Bedorotav. Only in his generation, because everybody was corrupt. Had he been in the generation of Abraham Avinu, perhaps it wouldn't have been much. But he says, Sadiq. He says, brings the Midrash, you know what? He was still, he may have been a Sadiq compared to the others, but he was still Why? Because the Baruch told him at a certain date, that the, the water is going to start. Sadiq would do is. That day, the minute he sees the sunrise, go right in. He didn't do that. It says that he wants me pene me'amabul. When the mabul actually came down and down and reached his ankles, then he said, okay, now okay, now I believe. Yeah, now I should go. That's not what it is. We cannot, we cannot go like that. A real tzaddik, you want to have re-emunah. 
is when you have 100% and you're not in Rabotai, we're starting a new year now. And really, we have to make a big, big effort to study, to go to Shi'orim. There is no lack of Shi'orim. It's Dafyumi all over, even on the internet. It's no lack. There's a lack of commitment. We have to make a commitment that we should do it. Just like you have a schedule. You do this, 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 this every day. Well, part of that schedule should be on a regular basis. Good study. Whether you think you can study on your own, or if you can't, that is the thing. And the more we learn, the more we study our Torah, the more of a chance we have our Mashiach to come to something that I'll be having in the But I just want to remind you again, this station is a great station. It has a lot of benefits, and we can contribute to it in order to perpetuate what it's doing for us. Please do so. Also, uh, we just uh, finished uh, uh, our so-called downstairs, beautifully renovated. If you have any simha, please call our office at SLC. I'm sure we can accommodate you. Shavuot to all of you. <laughs> Thank you.